As we close this week, considering things that we can see, I think it's important for us to look at those things in the context of the uncertainties of life from our perspective. Because the truth is that God's Word does not have an answer for every specific thing in our life, but God's Word always has something to say, always has guidance for our life. Just one example from my life. A few years ago, my wife um, had a miscarriage. And uh, talk about feelings of uncertainty. Maybe many of you can relate. Um, the question that, that parents always have when that happens is, where is my baby? What happened to my baby? Um, and there we want to look at what Scripture says, but we can't say too much. So we have to look at what we can see. And what I can see from Scripture is that that baby was born sinful even from the time of conception and needs a Savior. I can also see that Jesus loved that baby and the whole world so much that he came to die on the cross to take away the whole world's sin, that baby's sin. Um, I also know that the psalmist says, my times are in your hands, O God, which in itself is, is an awful lot of comfort. In other words, this was not a mistake. This was not outside of God's control. This was not a whoops. And that's comforting, especially for the mother who so often thinks at times like that, what did I do wrong? And here God is saying, no, your times, they're in my hands, right? And, and I can also see um, from God's word that those are the hands that hold my baby. Now, would I love for my hands to be holding that baby? Um, absolutely. But could you argue that the hands that hold it, the ones that bear the marks of the cross, the marks of love for that baby and, uh, for, uh, and show that love for that baby, that those are better hands than mine? Absolutely. Now, do you see what I did? I didn't say too much. I simply rejoiced in who God is. And that can be tough sometimes because I want to I wanna know, right? Or another example would be when I was uh, very early on in ministry, I, I had a, I'm not going to go into details, but had a very difficult thing happen that made my life uh, quite difficult for a time. And I felt like I was all alone leading this massive congregation. And of course, you know, in hindsight, um, it was the Lord who was in control and he blessed that congregation with so many wonderful, capable leaders. But even so, I remember thinking, but I am weak. I can't do this. I'm not, I'm not equipped for this. It made me feel like the Apostle Paul crying out to God in 2 Corinthians 12 um, where he says, uh, he says, take this thorn from me. And God's answer to him wasn't exactly what Paul was expecting. God says to him, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. God can use our weaknesses too in his plan. I think a story, uh, of a story I heard about a, about a boy who had a tragic accident. He lost his left arm in this accident and it sent him kind of into a tailspin. Well, after a few months, he felt like he needed to do something to get back to life. So he decided of all things to study judo. And so he's studying judo for a few months and, and realizes after a few months, he only knows one move. And so he says to his sensei, sensei, shouldn't I know more than one move? And the sensei just said, that's the only move you'll ever need to know. And so the boy didn't quite understand, but he kept training. And after a couple more months, um, his sensei took him to his first tournament. Now, much to the boy's surprise, uh, he actually did really well in the tournament. He, he beat his first opponents very easily. And now he was in the championship and, and his opponent was bigger, stronger, faster. And as the match began, um, the ref was actually worried that the boy was going to get hurt. And so he called a timeout. Well, after the timeout, the, the, the match resumed and his opponent let down his guard for just a second. 
and the boy used his move, and he threw him, and he pinned him to the ground. He was the champion. So now on the way back from the tournament, he mustered up the courage to ask his sensei what was really on his mind. He said, sensei, how in the world did I win the tournament with just one move? And the sensei said, well, you won for two reasons. First, you've nearly mastered one of the most difficult throws in all of judo. And second, the only known defense against that move is for your opponent to grab your left arm. In other words, the boy's greatest weakness had become his greatest strength. And God can use our weaknesses like that too in ways that we can't possibly imagine. And that maybe is a, another good point to make. Isaiah 55, God describes himself, he says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. <laughs> you aren't kidding. I would have never thought to send my only son to save you and me, but God did. And that's the God who is with you now and throughout this year and always. Let's pray. My heart for joy is springing and can no more be sad. Tis full of joy and singing, sees only sunshine glad. The sun that cheers my spirit is Jesus Christ my King. The heaven I shall inherit makes me rejoice and sing. Amen. Hey, what's up everyone? Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. Uh, we certainly would love this message to reach more and more people. So if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing this podcast, it would bring it to more people's eyes and we pray this message into more people's hearts. Thanks for your support and we'll talk to you soon.